welcome. Welcome to Street Smart Christian. And in case you're wondering, no, I did not fire Kevin. I just thought that I will do a video here in my office and we'll go through for 2 Timothy 3. And in these videos, we'll go through the scripture and then we'll break it down going through my commentary Bible and study Bible by John MacArthur. It's the NIV version, and that's what I'll be going through today is the NIV version. And then tomorrow night when Kevin and I get together and we record Street Smart Christian Podcast, we will go over topics and what's going on in this crazy world we're living in and how we go about that as a Christian. It's really hard right now, guys. It's really hard, and we need to get our prayer life in overdrive. But I figure we can go through through Second Timothy three, and then we'll break it down. So if you're able to grab your Bible, let's grab that and open our books to Timothy, Second Timothy chapter three. Second Timothy chapter three, verse one. But mark this, there will, be a, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Have nothing to do with these people. Boy, doesn't that doesn't that fit so much of what's going on right now? And just think that Timothy was going through that way back then, and he was he was about to give up. He just he was he didn't know what to do. And and Paul writing him these encouraging letters and telling him be bold. And that's what we got to be is bold. We all need a Paul in our life. So find that Paul and and be bold. Chapter 6, or sorry, verse 6. There are the kind who warn, warm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women, who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Hmm. Just as James and Jambres opposed Moses, Oh, Janus, sorry, Janus and Jambres, not James, sorry, James, opposed Moses, so also these teachers opposed the truth. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of, these, of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. A final charge to Timothy. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance. Persecutions, sufferings, what kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Icroam, and I'm butchering these names, but, and Lystra. The, persecution, the persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. I think some of you might want to highlight that and tell yourself that again. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life 
in Christ Jesus, which is what we're all really trying to do, right? That's that's what the whole purpose of being a Christian is. That's what we want to do. That's walk more like Christ, live godly lives, live holy lives. That's what God requires of us, and that's what he wants us to do, and he wants us to try that. But we need to understand that when we live godly life in Christ Jesus, we will be persecuted. Not everybody's going to be happy with us. Not everybody's going to be happy with us at all. While evildoers and evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those whom you learned it, and how from in fancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And this is very important. This next verse, verse 16, is what got me to study First and Second Timothy and got me to be diving into this book for months. This is the most important part of Scripture right now to me, and this is the most important thing that we need to hear and tell ourselves over and over and over again is that all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. All scripture is God breathed. Not, well, that's what Paul said. That's not what Jesus said. Not that's what he said. That's not what God said. If you're opening your Bible and you're reading it verse verse by verse all scripture is god breathed all of it not some of it not what you want to hear not what you think is right now and and it's not applicable to today because that was the times then and that's what they thought then no all scripture is god breathed 17. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped in every good work. I can't say it enough, guys. 16 just sums it all up right there. It's all God breathed. So, yes, the times change, but God's word does not. It's 2022. Yep, you got a calendar. Congratulations. But God's word does not change, it doesn't change with the times. Think about it. How many times have you made the Bible fit your life? It's not about your life. It's about the life God wants you to live. So let's break it down. Let's break it down. If, Like I said, I'm going through my MacArthur commentary study bible i encourage everybody to go out there and get you a study bible a commentary and go over it yourself but this is how i'm learning and just what this podcast is about is uh we're all going to learn together we'll break it down verse by verse here so in chapter 3 verse 1 the phrase refers to this age the time since the first coming of the lord jesus first timothy 4 1 Perilous times. Perilous is used to describe the savage nature of the two demon-possessed men in Matthew 8.28. 
The word for times had had to do with epochs. Rather than a clock or calendar time, such savage, dangerous eras of epochs would will increase the frequency and severity as the return of Christ approaches. The church age is fraught with these dangerous movements accumulating strength as the end nears. Verse 2 through 4, the list of attributes characterizing the leaders of dangerous seasons in description of unbelievers similar to the Lord's in Mark 7.21 through 22. Now, I'm not going to go over through all these things, these books and verses and things like that right now. But if you want to, I encourage everybody to open your Bible and go through these, highlight these. Verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying its power. That means praising yourself, lifting yourself up as a god, which you're not. Refers to the outward shape or appearance like like the unbelieving scribes and Pharisees, false teachers, and their followers. Are concerned with mere... Okay, you know what? Take that back. I was probably wrong. Scratch everything that I just said. The scribes and Pharisees used to dress themselves in the best cloaks, robes, fancy hats, shiny things. Just like, have have you ever seen, you know, the guys running around with the cross hanging off their neck? The fish on the back of the minivan, the cross on the minivan, all that stuff. Not just minivan, anything. Anytime you're just, you write, you, you dress in your clothing yourself with all this. I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, yet you don't walk the walk or talk the talk. You just want your outward appearance to make it seem like you are, you're holy, you're godly. Well, you're not. You're a false teacher, and their followers are concerned with mere external appearances. Their outward form of Christianity and virtue makes these individuals all the more dangerous. It means people are looking at you and they're thinking, man, that guy's having a great time. He's got the cross on. He's got the fish on his car. He's got all this Christian swag. Well, now you're you're just a false teacher and you're leading people the wrong way. Walk the walk. Hit the streets, street squad. That's what I always say. Hit the streets. If you're going to be about it, be about it. Don't just, don't just pretend to be about it. Don't just pretend to be a good basketball player. Be a great basketball player. Don't just pretend to be a Christian. I put a thing on uh, Street Smart Christian's Facebook page the other day or yesterday. I said, just because you go to church doesn't mean you're a Christian. It just means you go to church. Man, let that sink in for a little bit. That's pretty pretty heavy, right? But there's a lot of truth to that. Verse 6, gullible women, weak in virtue and the knowledge of truth, and weighed down with emotional and spiritual guilt over their sins, these women were easy to pray, pray for Easy or easy prey for the deceitful false teachers and false teachers. That means 
And I wouldn't just say this for women. I think it goes with guys, too. I mean, when you're broken down and you're weak, you want anybody to say anything good about you, and you want to feel great. And that's what a lot of these prosperity gospel, these charismatic movement false teachers are, that's what they do. They prey on the weak. They prey on those who can't otherwise help themselves. They're broken, and so they make you feel complete. But at the end of the day, you go home still broken. So you got to be careful of that. And that's what he's warned in Timothy is you got to watch for these things. It's sad. It really is. Chapter 7, the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2.4 uses the same phrase, equating it with being saved. Here Paul identified those women and, and men who were often jumping from one false teacher or cult to another without ever coming to an understanding of God's saving truth in Jesus Christ. The present age since the coming of Jesus Christ has been loaded with perilous false teaching that can't save but though but does damn. Better know the truth. Because if you don't have the truth, you got false teaching. And you're damned. So better get into the truth. Verse 8. Oh, is that Janus or Janus? I don't I don't know. And Jambres. Although their names are not mentioned in the Old Testament, they were like they were likely two of the Egyptian magicians who opposed Moses. Exodus 7, 11, 22, 8, 7, 18, 19, and 9, 11. According to Jewish tradition, they pretended to become Jewish proselytes. instigated the worship of the golden calf and were killed with the rest of the idolaters. Exodus 32. Paul's, Paul's choice of them as examples may indicate the false teachers at Ephesus were practicing deceiving signs and wonders. The truth disapproved. The same word is translated debased in Romans 128 and comes from a Greek word meaning useless in the sense of being tested like metal and shown to be worthless. Verse 9, Folly Manifest Sooner or later it will be clear that these false teachers are lost fools, as it becomes clear in the case of Janus and Jambres. Defeating Apostasy 3.10-17 through 17. Persecutions from the Greek verb that literally means to put to fight, to put to flight. Paul had been forced to flee from Damascus, Acts 9.23-25, Poseidon Antioch, Acts 13.50, Icononym, Acts 14.6, Thessalonica, Thessalonica, Acts 17.10, and Bera, Acts 17.14, Antioch, Icononym, Listeria, as a native of Listeria, Acts 16.1, Timothy, vividly recalled, the persecution Paul faced in those three cities. The Lord delivered me. Corinthians 1.10 The Lord's repeated deliverance of Paul should have encouraged Timothy in the face of persecution by those in Ephesus who opposed the gospel. Courage. See, Timothy was not having a good time wasn't doing good folks he was not doing good at all and so he needed this encouragement and you know paul going through all this and still going through it and just being locked up after locked up after locked up after locked up and still kept going that should be encouraged that should be encouraging to any of us 
because so many of us want to just cower. I mean, turn on the news right now and look how many Christians are just backing down and cowering. It just it makes me sick. Verse 12, who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Faithful believers must expect persecution and suffering at the hands of the Christ-rejecting world. The Christ-rejecting world. Turn on the news, just like I said. But as Joshua 24, 15 tells me, for me and my family, for me and my house, we will worship the Lord. But we'll be persecuted for it, that's for sure. But we're ready. I hope we're all ready. All the dangerous movements of the false teachers will become increasingly more successful until Christ comes. Verse 14, for whom you have learned. To further encourage Timothy to stand firm, Paul reminds him of the godly heritage, the plural from the, of the pronoun whom suggests Timothy was indeed not just to Paul, but to others as well. From childhood, chapter or verse 15, from infancy, infancy, from infancy, I gotta learn how to read and talk right, oh, this is ridiculous, two people whom Timothy was especially indebted were his mother and grandmother. So all you ladies out there that say, oh, you said we can't do nothing, well, yes you can, teach these little ones. Get these little ones built up right and get them out there in the world. Just as Timothy's mother and grandmother did. They were pretty important. This is right here. Who faithfully taught him the truths of Old Testament scripture from the, his earliest childhood so that he would be ready to receive the gospel when God and Paul preached it. You have known the holy scriptures. The sacred writings, a common distinction of the Old Testament by Greek-speaking Jews, wise for salvation. The Old Testament scriptures pointed to Christ, John 5, 37-39, and revealed the need for faith in God's promise, Genesis 15, 6, and Romans 4, 1-3. Thus they were able to lead people to acknowledge their sin and need for justification in Christ. Salvation is brought by the Holy Spirit using the word. Faith, which is in Christ Jesus, though not understanding all the details involved, Old Testament believers, including Abraham and Moses, looked forward to the coming of the Messiah and his atonement for sin. So did Timothy, who responded when he heard the gospel. Discouraged and still did it, I'm just saying. 316, all scripture is what? God-breathed. Grammatically similar Greek constructions argue persuasively that the translation all scripture given by inspiration is accurate. Both Old Testament and New Testament scripture are included. which identify New Testament writings as scripture given by inspiration of God given inspiration of God breathed out by God or 
God breathed, sometimes God told the Bible writers the exact words to say. But more often he used their minds, vocabularies, and experiences to produce his own perfect, infallible, inherent word. Inherent word. You can't change it. 2022. Then make a 2022 Bible and see where that gets you. Nowhere. It is important to note that the inspiration applies only to the original autographs of Scripture, not the Bible writers. There are no inspired Scripture writers, only inspired Scripture. So identified as God with His Word, that when Scripture speaks, God speaks. Scripture is called the oracles of God and cannot be altered. Doctrine, the divine instruction of doctrinal content of both the Old Testament and and the New Testament. The scripture provides a comprehensive and complete body of divine truth necessary for life and godliness. Rebuke for wrong behavior or wrong belief, the scripture exposes sin that can then be dealt with through confession and repentance, correction, the restoration of something to its proper condition, the word appears only here in the New Testament, but was used as extra-biblical Greek in writing a fallen object or helping back to their feet those who had stumbled. Scripture not only rebukes wrong behavior, but also points the way back to godly living. Instruction in righteousness, Scripture provides positive training. Instruction originally referred to training a child. And godly behavior, not merely rebuke and, and correction of wrong behavior. Verse 17, man of God, a technical term for an official preacher of divine truth. 1 Timothy 6.11 Complete, capable of doing anything one is called to do. Thoroughly equipped and able to meet all the demands of godly ministry and righteous living. The word not only accomplishes this in life of the man of God, but in who follow him. That's your breakdown. That's your breakdown of 2 Timothy 3. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have anything to add to that. Like I said, I get my notes, I get my studying through the John MacArthur Bible Commentary and Study Bible. A wonderful gift that my wife gave me when we were first it was our first Christmas together I mean that's right then I was like dang for sure marrying this woman <laughs> but seriously guys I, I encourage everybody to follow along with me um, use your own discernment Timothy is a great book first and second Timothy are just amazing it's how we're supposed how the church is supposed to act how our leaders in the church are supposed to act how our pastors our elders, our deacons, it, it's a blueprint on how the church is supposed to be, and, it, and it's an incredible, incredible book. It's not terribly long. It's not like reading Psalms might take you a year. You can get through First and Second Timothy in one one day. I mean, I it's taken me months because I like to break them all down. I like to break this all down and really go through it. And I really feel God's been putting this on my heart. The Holy Spirit's been putting this on my heart to read because... It's a good blueprint. And then after this is the book of Titus. I've written, I've, man, I just cannot talk today. I've read that a few times and it's in another incredible book. It's another 
Paul telling Christian men how to act and how what we're supposed to how the blueprint the model i mean it's all right here it's right here in this book so when i turn on the tv and i see all this crazy talk especially from fellow brothers and sisters in christ it's like you did you forget to open the book today you must have forgot to open the book today because it sounds crazy i mean praise god the abortion row was you know not a constitutional right right now. How many millions of babies are we going to save? I mean, I'm not going to get into all the craziness. I'll leave that for a conversation that Kevin and I will have. We'll talk about it. Um, how we're supposed to react to that. But, guys, I just... I encourage you guys to get into this. And this is really what the Street Smart Christian is. It, my passion is helping the youth, getting a youth program started. Um... But not just youth, young adults. And I'm open to suggest. I'm not the teacher here. We're all students. We're all learning. And I hope we never stop learning. And that's really what I want to... You know, I'm not a theologian. I'm reading the scripture as it is in the Bible. I am going through people who have studied this for 70 years. And I'm, you know, I'm not only reading the MacArthur Study Bible. I read my uh, study Bible that I got of Alistair Beggs. I got books, countless books by Alistair, by MacArthur, by um, Knowing God. Um, I've got tons of books, which might, we may have a book review one of these days. Um, but yeah, I, I just encourage all of you to join us for this stuff. You know, all not all the time are we just going to be out there goofing around because this is no laughing matter, especially when it comes to... It's good to laugh, don't get me wrong, and we really want to make people smile. We don't want to scare people away, but I really want to get into this Bible study thing too. I really, I want to grow with you guys, I want to learn with you guys, and so... Leave me some suggestions. As always, you can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We have a website now, streetsmartchristian1.com. Now, it's important that you type in the .com part and then find and follow the Street Smart Christian number one. Um, I believe it's just Street Smart Christian on Facebook, Street Smart Christian on Instagram, and it might be Street Smart Christian, the number one on TikTok. Um, looking for suggestions, looking for topics, looking for things you guys want to talk about. What do you guys want to do? Um, join us on the 15th of July. We're going to be over at the park in Calhan, Colorado for the Calhan Summerfest. We got a booth going to be set up there. We got some bracelets to give away, some some New Testament little mini Bibles that you can put in your car, you can take home with you. Um, just come join us. Come talk to us. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to hear what you got to say. Um, we're going to get a youth thing started up. I'm currently trying to work that out right now. We definitely want to have a youth program here at Street Smart Christian, so prayerfully keep prayerfully consider joining us for all that stuff and uh liking subscribing that's how we get this word out that's how we get this podcast going um working on right now getting us on spotify apple music and wherever you get your podcasts at so join us for all of that i love you guys and let's close this thing in prayer
Father God, we thank you so much for just being with us each and every day. And we thank you for the sacrifice that you made that we may have the opportunities that we get every day to know you and try to walk like you more and more. Father, we're just all sinners looking for forgiveness. So, Father, I just ask that if anybody's struggling with anything, you enter their hearts, clear their minds. Turn that heart of stone into a heart of flesh and just really turn them towards you, God, into repentance because we know that the true forgiveness of sins comes through repentance and accepting you as our Lord and Savior, Father. We just ask that you be with us as we go throughout the rest of our week. I ask that you be with me and Kevin tomorrow as we bring forth another podcast. And it's through your powerful and precious name we pray these things. Amen. Gang, baby.